Hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Smooth Groovers review. And this time around we've actually got a revisit or a repost. This is when we bring back a sound from before, uh, a previous show, one that you may have missed out on. Now you know that uh, we have all our shows available on iTunes as well as on Spotify. So we've actually decided that sometimes it's difficult to find old stuff, old goodies. So we're going to bring back the Stevie Wonder special that we did way back. So here it is. Please enjoy. The Stevie Wonder Funkumentary. So what's a Funkumentary? Is it the same as a documentary? Well, not quite. What we've got is a mix of sounds produced by the artist. So let's talk a little bit about Stevie Wonder. Little Stevie had his first major hit, Fingertips, back in 1963. It was taken from a live recording or the Motortown Review performance. And that gives you a bit of a clue about the fact that Stevie Wonder was one of the original artists on the Motown label based over in Detroit. Let's check out an early hit, You Got It Bad Girl, Stevie Wonder, from an early album called Talking Book.
Stevie Wonder, born May the 13th, 1950, in Michigan. A premature baby, he was blinded by receiving too much oxygen in the incubator. He began playing harmonica at an early age and was signed to a long-term contract, as I mentioned earlier on, with Motown Records, but back in 1960. That track I mentioned earlier on, called Fingertips, was from the album The 12-Year-Old Genius, and that was his first release back in 1963. Interestingly, during the 1960s, while attending the Michigan School of the Blind, he had many more hit records in the classic Motown rhythm and blues style. On his 21st birthday, he renegotiated his contract and gained full artistic control over his work. Considering he was born in 1950, he's absolutely prolific. They describe his early life from 1950 to 1961, his early career in 1962 to 1971, and a classic period from 1972 to 1976. An interesting commercial period took place in 79 to 1990, and his later career, all the way up to the present, really started back in 1991. By 1970, Wonder had scored more major hits, including I Was Made to Love Her, For Once in My Life, My Sharia Moore, and Signed, Sealed, Delivered, and I'm Yours. On that latter track, not only does he serve as being the songwriter and producer, it's one of the showcases of his backup group, Wonder Love, a trio which included, at times, Minnie Ripperton, Denise Williams, Linda Lawrence, and Sarita Wright. And you'll know that Sarita Wright and Stevie Wonder got married back in 1970. Unfortunately, they were divorced 18 months later, but they continued to collaborate on many musical projects. Wonder also played drums on Jimi Hendrix's cover of I Was Made to Love Her, and that was on a BBC Sessions album. In 1973, he recorded Inner Visions. Following the 1973 release of Inner Visions, in 1974, Fulfillness' first finale was a number one hit in the US and a number five hit in the UK in terms of the album charts. Here we hear Stevie Wonder singing, You Haven't Done Nothing. Wake up to the night 
I'm sure you'll agree, it's a very powerful song. And one of my favorite tracks from the Inner Visions album happens to be "He's Mr. Know It All." So there's something about that record. I don't know what it is. It's just so kind of deep and meaningful. It talks about how certain people kind of live their lives in a negative way, and the egotistical nature of individuals. In 1976, Stevie Wonder released an awesome double album entitled "Songs in the Key of Life." It reached number one in the United States in terms of the album charts, and number two in the United Kingdom. There were some awesome tracks from this particular album, tracks like "As," "Sir Duke," and I have to say that there are so many artists, even now, that are sampling sounds. Take a look at that track called "Gangsters Paradise," and that's from an amazing track from the album. Let's take a listen to Chris Standring and his interpretation of "As," also from that particular album.
we're talking about what was described as his commercial period, 1979 to 1990. This was when he released that particular album. Also, the soundtrack from the film Journey Through the Secret Life of Plants. In 1980 came Hotter Than July, maybe Stevie Wonder's first platinum-selling album, and the single Happy Birthday was a successful vehicle for his campaign to establish Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday as a national holiday. Here's a version by Stephen Marley called Master Blaster Jam. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like it like that, yeah, yeah. In 1982, Stevie Wonder released a retrospective of his 70s work with Stevie Wonder's original Musiquarium, and this included three more hit singles in his catalogue, including a 10-minute funk classic, Do I Do, which included legendary jazz trumpeter Dizzy Glitzy. That Girl was one of the year's biggest hits to chart on the R&B side, and Ribbon in the Sky, one of his many classic compositions. Wonder also gained a number one hit that year in a collaboration with Paul McCartney in their racial harmony song, Ebony and Ivory. I mentioned before the particular album called The Secret Life of Plants. In 1981, Stevie Wonder released the single Lately. It went to number three in the UK. Here's an interpretation by George Benson from George Benson's album Absolute Benson, a Japanese bonus track.
In 1984, Stevie Wonder released the soundtrack to The Woman in Red. In 1985, In Square Circle. Let's also not forget the Characters album as well. He also recorded a soundtrack album for Spike Lee's film Jungle Fever. A couple of albums were released in 1991. One of the studio albums, Conversation Peace, and also a live album entitled Natural Wonder. This was in the same decade. Now, Conversation Peace is an amazing album. One of the tracks from there is "My Love Is With You." Let's check it out. July the 2nd, 2005, Stevie Wonder performed in the U.S. part of the Live 8 series of concerts in Philadelphia. Wonder's first new album in 10 years was released on October the 18th, 2005. The first single, "So What's the Fuss," was released in April and featured Prince on guitar and background vocals from En Vogue. The second single was "From the Bottom of My Heart." And it was a hit on the adult contemporary R&B radio channels. The title track, called "A Time to Love," is quite a long one. It features a collaboration with India Irie. Interesting, there's also other tracks on the album that feature collaborations with his daughter. But on the "A Time to Love" album, the final track, which is the title track, has got a wonderful piece of tabla at the end of it. Here's a track from the album entitled. My love is on fire. Look at how they stop and stare. 
they've never seen a heart in love. And though I see them, I don't care. Cause I'm too busy thinking about our love. Thinking about that each and every morning. I wake up to that love glow in your eyes. And though it seems I'm hooked on this fixation. working on a new album entitled The Gospel Inspired by Lula which will deal with various spiritual and cultural crises facing the world. One of the things that you notice when you hear all of the Stevie Wonder tracks especially the ones I've featured is the deep emotion that they actually have. He genuinely has a caring for the world, generally cares about peace and generally wants everyone to get on.
Well, we hope you enjoyed that revisit and we look forward to your feedback. Follow us on the Twitter handle, which is twitter.com forward slash smoothgroovers or head over to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com smoothgroovers or send us an email at studio at smoothgroovers.com. We look forward to seeing you next time.